0: I'm Jerry Cozain and you are tuned into another episode of PGH Art Talk as part of pghmuseums.org's Artist Interview Series. I sit down with an artist in the southwestern Pennsylvania area, or really anywhere, and we talk about really whatever comes up. This episode is with Bob Fryer, a.k.a. Dirty, who is an urban contemporary artist with a a focus on, there's nods to childhood, it's also very dark in times, and uh, some hip-hop influences are thrown in there as well. Right after the first break from our sponsor, we are going to get into it.
1: PGH Museums is made possible through our affiliates such as the Punxsutawney Weather Discovery Center. The Punxsutawney Weather Discovery Center is an interactive science center devoted to weather and weather folklore located in a century-old former post office in a town who's known for its weather-predicting groundhog. The Punxsutawney Weather Discovery Center lets you become a tornado, make a thunderstorm, or even be a TV weather forecaster we met up with the center's executive director, Marlene LeLock, to see if she's ever been caught playing with the green screen. <laughs> Yes, don't tell my board, but uh, yes, we play with a green screen all the time. It's fun. It's uh, if you've never been in front of one of them, uh, you can pretend that you're doing the weather. Uh, you can also take one of the green capes that we have and make your body disappear. So you know, there's all kinds of fun things that you can do with it. Has she ever forged a weather forecast and predicted a catastrophe? I can't say that I've done that, but that gives me some food for thought. <laughs> You can create your own weather apocalypse forecast and learn everything the center has to offer at the Punxsutawney Weather Discovery Center. Discover more at weatherdiscovery.org. I'm not good with names, so chances are if you sit
0: down with me, the first topic is going to be name. Okay, and is it Bob Fryer dirty or is it AKA dirty? I'd say it's kind of an AKA,
2: because I was going with the whole like not anonymous, but like a moniker type thing Mm -hmm. Uh, because I was really into graffiti. And initially I worked for a therapeutic company where we uh, took care of, uh, it was like mentally disabled adults and stuff like that. So when they were sleeping, everybody gets on Facebook and this is years ago. And they wanted us to sign a consent form that if we're on Facebook and stuff like that, we could be fired. And they wanted to know our name and everything on there. I was like, we fired. yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, screw that. So I changed my name to Dirt McGirt and uh, an ode to Old Dirty Bastard. Yeah. And so from there, I started get, I got back into art and I was like, why not just go with Dirty? And I was like, so it's kind of like, like, like an homage to uh, ODB. Like, nice. in a way, you know, like, he and Dirt McGurt on um, Dirty Art, so... Yeah.
0: Yes. I said in the video interview that Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with, and they aren't, but neither is Bob. And something that struck me about his art was how dark it is, and we spent no time getting right down to business. Also, something happens with the audio quality here. I don't really know what it is, but uh, you hear Brian muttering in the background, and it made me giggle, so I'm leaving it in. I have a
2: a really dark personality at times, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it comes out through my art. Uh, I have my dad passed away in 2006. Mm-hmm. Thirty hear that. Now. Thank you. I mean, it's 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 been some time now. That's something that. Therapist haven't helped me with. Um, I I don't enjoy sitting on a couch, laying or sitting in a chair, laying on a couch. I just it, to me that was nothing that helped me. Taking yeah. medicine wasn't helping me, and then I got into art uh, accidentally or back into art accidentally by uh, proving my wife wrong. So
0: all right. <laughs> so from there, when did you start with
2: art? Uh, that, I, I've told this, uh, many times. I, I started when I was a kid, I used to mm-hmm. love to try to draw a car, try to draw a bird or my GI Joe guys or, or my Star Wars guys. And I just loved it. I draw them how I saw them and, and they look like crap. I mean, I was like, I was a kid. You're a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But my neighbor was an art teacher. So I used to go to Jealous. her house.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, it was great. I didn't have a neighbor as an art teacher. Yeah,
2: she, she was really cool about it. And she taught me to look at everything. As an object, uh, every every line connects and makes an object. It see it how you see it, and c- just connect the lines and make the shapes. Nice, and th- and that's kind of what I do now. So, and and from that, and and she still lives next door to my mom, and uh, uh, we're we're still very active with each other, and and I I see her all the time, so.
0: I think this was the fastest I ever just hopped into conversation with someone so far in this podcast. And it was because as soon as you walk into Bob Fryer's garage, there's his studio over to the low right. And it's just so much art is on the walls. I'm talking, I can't even see a speck of white. And so I had to backtrack and just say, okay, hi, we're in the studio. Tell me about it.
2: When, when we built the studio, it had these beautiful white walls. It was clean. Not anymore. <laughs> uh, my father in law came over, which helped me build it. Mm-hmm. Like a week, two weeks later, and he was basically like, "What the hell did you do? You had these beautiful walls." I was like, "I wasn't keeping those."
0: No. Why like, would you? Yeah.
2: Like, why would he? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's my thing. Like, like I, I get an idea, I'll draw I'll it down on the wall. Like, why waste paper? I can just paint over my idea that I drew and.
0: Like, as you see, the whole studio is covered, including on the ceiling. Sometimes I think about doing that, but I can't draw, so it would just be, like, lyric scribbles. I can probably. Uh, I mean, there's all kind of great. uh, I keep picking up tidbits from, like, every interview we do. We did one with Brian McCormick, and I was like, I think I can draw, and I think I'm a total artist right now, and I haven't even drawn a line.
2: No, I I see. I, I think everybody has a, an artistic talent to them. Uh, yeah. it's a matter of how they do it, when they do it, why they do it. Uh, it's if if you're doing it just to be an artist, then I don't think it's a pure because you're not coming at it pure. I right. Think if you're doing yeah. it because you love it, yeah. Uh, because it's already in you, then you have you have that in you. Everybody, if if you have a passion for it, you're gonna. You, You'll get into it. It's study fair, it. For sure. I mean, I, I love going on YouTube and I watch. I just type in like painting and watch somebody painting because then I learn something. Mm-hmm. Or, or then I start like researching my favorite artist and, and look at their past work, stuff that I haven't seen. And I'm like, oh, my God, that is dope. Like, yes. Like I'd love to know how to do that. And, and, and I start pulling inspiration from that. And then I just come up with my own stuff.
0: It's so sweet when the artists tell me that I can be an artist if I want to be. I still don't know how to draw, but I'm going to work on it one day. I recently went to, just as a side note, one of Slow Danger's dance classes, and it was just a transformation. Like, I went up to them afterwards, and I was like, guys, this is the first time I didn't, like, that I've danced that's not in a club setting. And they're like, you got some club moves in the future. Great. And it was, it's wonderful. I love how encouraging the art scene is. Here and I'm always encouraging if someone wants to get into music too. Brian McCormick was really nice as well to the point of where I asked him if I was having to pay him for the knowledge that he was passing down to me. It's it's wonderful and something that we brought up um, that's brought up a lot in this podcast is teaching yourself and it's the 21st century it's 2020 and youtube is everywhere tutorials i use them all the time the artists use them all the time i wanted to take it back a little bit and ask dirty what did you do to get started pre-internet
2: i didn't take a class until college and i'll, I'll explain that to you because that ended hilarious
0: i didn't but either though so yes
2: what I would do is I was big into sports. I I loved basketball. I loved Michael Jordan. I, I I was into all that. Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, like like all the greats. Yeah. I had pictures of them all over my walls, and then I would like cars. But I wasn't like your normal kid that like cars. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked the high end cars. Always growing up, I didn't want a fast car. I wanted something that was like, even as a kid, like the term wasn't around. I wanted something that was baller, like like. A, the Mercedes, the Bentleys, the Rolls Royces, and now it's, like, the Maybox and everything yeah. else. So I would just look at something and draw it how I saw it. And then Hot Wheels came out with these cars that had, like, dragons, lions, and stuff on it.
0: I think I had a dragon one.
2: Yeah, like, the lizard and stuff. Like, that. Yeah. I was like, this is cool. So I'd start seeing that. I'd draw that. Like, just by looking at the car uh, instead of
0: – I didn't have internet until – I didn't have it. 98? Yeah. Like Like, not, not – I'm, and even at the end, it's crawling, and there is no YouTube, so what do you yeah, do? I,
2: I'm, I'm trying to think back when the first time I explored the concept of porn, like, <laughs> online. Like, that, that's kind of—it might have been 97, 96.
0: This is one of three times porn is brought up. And, I mean, the internet is for porn. Is it not, RJ? The internet is for porn, Does so that make sense. You got a computer? It's, it's Boobs. Isn't it like—I
2: I heard something, it's like 33% of all traffic and, and um, consumption is like porn.
0: Makes sense. Pornhub like, has the stat somewhere. Uh, uh, Pornhub? <laughs> no, PornMD, I'm, I'm telling you. What is this turning into? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to circulate this on Pornhub.com. Type in PGH Art Talk. <laughs> We're closed, though, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It could get weird. Yeah, it got weird. Going back to the normalcy. Yeah. This is Spoiler alert, it doesn't stay normal for long. This interview was so fun. I had so much fun in this studio. However, we get back into the topic at hand about learning, and a really, really, really just, like, teeth-grinding story comes out about his time taking an art class. And whoever this teacher is, get out of art.
2: So, like, that, that's what I would do. I would look at objects, and I would try to draw them. I would yeah. try to draw people, um... And then throughout i always I was always drawn, and I initially went to school for commercial art and i okay. had I had a instructor that she was pretty good up until we had a show coming, and we had to do a a three kind of like a three scene and one big drawing it had to be drawn in charcoals and stuff, and then had to be had a of a frame. She gave us all this criteria, yeah. So, what I did was, I drew the Grim Reaper on one side, on one part, holding a gun. Okay. And I'm talking like this was detailed, detailed. Mm-hmm. And then on the second part of the frame, like uh, of the picture, it was Hitler kneeled down, blindfolded, with the, the Grim Reaper's gun. And all you saw was a skeleton hand coming out holding a gun. Symbolic. Yeah, obviously. And, and then at the, the last one was the gun was up like this, I, I believe, and there was smoke coming out and Hitler was up against the wall like arms still behind and and the only color on there was like red and it was from the blood
0: which is an amazing ass concept it, it like i
2: mean i mean that's i was 19 maybe i was 19 when i drew that so i mean that was a long time ago yeah and and she was like she talked to me in front of the class which one don't reprimand me or talk to me in front of class It was class. a reprimand? Yeah. Is you this get, college? Yeah. We're
0: recommending in college for an amazing concept.
2: At 19. Well, well she because it was supposed to go into an art show.
0: Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So so she's
2: talking to me about this in front of the class and she's like, I can't show this. This is too violent. I was like, Uh -uh. I was like, that's violent. Right. But but burning how many like Jewish people isn't like like, that, that that's my mindset. And as she's talking, and I was like, I'm not redoing it. I'm not. No. So I stood up in the middle of the class, and I was like, you're a fucking Nazi. Like, those words actually came out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I was like, yeah. "Yeah." I grabbed my stuff, and I left. And what I wish I would have done was grab my whole portfolio because I had some – amazing drawings in there like i had this one we had to do perspective and i had a hand coming out of the ground and it was bleeding from like here and it was all in black and white except that another part like it was like jesus's hand busting through concrete and going all the way down the hallway was this black cross with uh like white highlights and, and it kind of and at that time i think it from what i remember it looked three-dimensional and it was just like I thought that was like an amazing piece.
0: And it's lost. It's gone. Uh. I,
2: I, I, I called the school shortly after. I was like, I need to get my portfolio and stuff. And they're like, Well, you need to go see your, your teacher. And when I went there to go see her, I was like, I I need I want my stuff. She's like, Yeah, I got rid of it. I was like, All right. But it, and It's not alright. That's I, your I, work. I, I mean, like, what was I gonna say?
0: I, I, I don't I, know. I, I mean, this story infuriated me to the point of where I don't even know how I pushed past the topic. I've started talking to a lot of artists about how sterile and safe art, especially music, has become where the message is a protest and the messages of anything about the human condition just seems to kind of go away to this like, oh, we just want to have dance, make sure it's safe, make sure it's kid-friendly. And I mean, there's a place for kid-friendly art for sure. But it seems like we've been stuck in the roaring 20s where everyone just wants to dance physically and metaphorically, but not say anything. And these pieces that he's describing, especially for someone coming fresh out of school, are are things that I would kill to see. And I wanted to know, like, are, do you ever think about recreating these pieces? or Are you just like, that's that. For I would us.
2: love to recreate that. Um, a lot of things that are stopping me too is because even as an artist, I try not to ta- uh, putting out there my beliefs, uh, very blatant. Yeah. um, I uh I think some of my stuff you can tell is kind of religious in a way um, uh, some of my old drawings that I did last year um, but I try not to put anything that's political mm-hmm. out there because as crazy as it sounds there's people that believe with what I go against what you go against what and and when, when I say that it's like there's too much negativity and I don't have time to to go through and Comment on something like that, like recommenting. I posted a, 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 a during the election in two thousand sixteen. I posted a a simple photo of me wearing a hat that says "Make Racists Afraid Again." I like And it. I said I did my civil, I I did my civic duty or whatever. I voted and I voted against racism.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, somebody came in at me and was like, "Blah blah blah." this and uh what about hillary and i was like whoa i never said i voted for <sighs> hillary
0: i'm having war flashbacks of 2016 <laughs> yeah yeah like like they're probably even my browser this morning waking up and scrolling through facebook it's like a very negative
2: It is, it is and like i world. there's there's people i don't talk to now because of that and me too it, on, on my personal page um i i put my opinion out there and i got into a lot of A lot of debates and arguments, which ruined tarnished a lot of friendships with friends and family. And and you know what? Like, believe what you want. At this point, I I I don't want to lose any more contact with people. To me, it's not worth it. If if you believe that, don't come out and say the the racist or the bigotry stuff to me. Yeah. Keep it subtle and keep it away from. Don't be
0: racist.
2: (laughs) I mean, that it's easier said than done. It is. I mean, because it's like. Someone even told me, you saying that you hate racist is being racist.
0: And I'm like, well, yeah. But- Get me out of here. <laughs> this is like day-to-day southwestern <laughs> Pennsylvania. Like, uh, we both grew up in the suburbs. We know what it's like. Yeah. I recently took a trip to the Trump house, so check that out on the Instagram <laughs> at 2020K. I, I told Dirty that I can't not put my personality and my beliefs and life experience into the art. I've tried it, and it just all blends and bleeds through. And politics are included with that. I, I just wanted to ask him as a follow-up, because we've been so outspoken in this interview so far. If we're not throwing it in the art, what are we throwing in? express uh,
2: sometimes symbolic experiences or symbolic thoughts. Okay. Um, to me, I don't go out much. Uh, I've, I lost my job. I I had a really good job. I lost my job and and that, and I hit a lot of depression Mm. and it, and it, it's been years going on, which is, has gotten better. I didn't go out. So like when it becomes a social function, that's why like, I hate going out socially at times because everything that's going on, I can't control around me. And, I don't want to get in the conversations, which in a way kind of led me to lose my job in a way. So, so now it's like I I stay home. I'm comfortable at home. I can do whatever I want. If I don't want to wear pants on a Saturday, I'm not wearing pants and I don't have to worry about like putting something on to go out. It's true. But like in, in, but in mine, I like to show that experiences from my childhood, um, uh, and, and everything like that uh the happiness that i had to the hard times and sadness that i experience now yeah now it's kind of more like the happiness of having a complete family into my art too nice. and i think that's kind of why it's kind of evolved into more of a childish stuff and it and that happened naturally uh people say that it's very basquiat influence mm-hmm. and it is uh it, it's I think a lot of artists can relate to him because of his depression that he had, that he went through. And I think every artist, if if you're an artist, you've been depressed, you've been, and, and that's my opinion. It always you're, comes you're, from
0: somewhere like really deep. Like every, something yeah. that you express day to day, I'm never writing a song about like, I went to work today and like did nothing. It's always it's, like something is bothering me right? and I need to get it. And like vomit it violently,
2: and 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 that's and that's exactly what I do.
0: Yeah. I, I, except that I use
2: a, a paintbrush. or yeah. spray can. And, right. and and you use a pen and paper. Yeah. I to me it's it, it's just an amazing way for an outlet for anyone is to do something artistically because you're finding more about yourself
0: doing it. Yeah. Always. And like I I recently I don't had, think I would know myself. Yeah, a lot uh, about myself if I wasn't uh, being creative.
2: I'm I'm going to be 40 and now I'm learning so much about myself and it's getting to a point where I don't care about what somebody thinks of me. I I, I just, I was just listening to another podcast and uh, Jeff Garland was on mm. and he's like, I don't have the right to know what you think of me. And I'm like, yeah, that like, I was like, yeah. So now it's like, like now I'm, and that's kind of like. I was like, that's, I'm painting for myself now. I'm not painting for likes. I'm not painting for any any type of thought. I mean, I've done so much pop art, I got so tired of doing it. Mm-hmm. Not, not that I don't love it. I just don't like doing it that much anymore. I, every now and then I throw something out there that's kind of poppy and, right. and fun. But that's usually because it's requested. and. And that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. To me, I I I want to paint something that looks like a tiger that's half dog or or a dog that, that has horns and, and wings.
0: Hey, do you like art? Do you like talking and conversation? Do you like podcasts? If so, you are listening to Bob Fryer, aka Dirty, and myself, RJ Cosane, aka 2020K on the PGH Museum's pgh art talk podcast where we sit down artists and we talk about whatever comes up PGHmuseums.org is completely volunteer-ran at this point, and it has been almost a year, it seems, since we started. We launched in November, but there was a huge backstory to it. It is probably we're working up to hopefully have it be the largest directory of galleries, museums, and uh, everything else that you can think of listed on this website. If you're listening to this, thank you so much for your support. It means the world to us. And if you are a member or if you're not a member and you want to become a member, thank you as well. Membership is $20 a year, gets you some percentages off to some of our affiliate museums and galleries, and even in one case, you get a percentage off a class. It's something that I am proud that the area has been building, and I being a part of this and just talking so openly with the art scene has been eye-opening in so many different ways getting back into conversation with dirty i just bring up all of the things that he's done and just it's a lot we also talk about pittsburgh's premier popularity contest the pittsburgh city paper so that jab i mean it's in there it's real but vote for me raw artist Art All Night a couple of times. Yeah. Delaney's Coffee, Red Fishbowl Group Shows, Southside Crawl a few times, Black Forge Coffee, which I love a few times, Spirit, which I love. Mm-hmm. But you've also been Vegas, Colorado, California, Brooklyn. You've been Pittsburgh City Paper's Best Visual Artist in 2016, yeah. and then the runner-up. Holy crap. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I, I like
2: to say that I'm, I'm not a great artist i'm very prolific uh with as many shows as i've I've been in and uh i think when i got the uh the award for uh, in 2016 i was happy Mm -hmm. but it was always asking like people to vote for you
0: oh yeah last year i campaigned hard i was like please vote for me for pittsburgh's premier popularity contest for best pop artist and do it in 2020 but do in 2020 for him, too, and for the museum thing and whatever. But, yes, it, it is very much asking people to yeah, do
2: it. And, so, like, I, I think, was it last year or the year before I was a runner-up or something? And I was like, I'm not going to sit here and spend my time it's not worth for it. a popular contest. No. It's, it's great to win. It right? is, and, and, yes. and I thank everyone that voted for me.
0: Anytime but, I see someone who I know win, I'm just like, oh, good. Okay, yeah, you're great. Yeah. Or someone that I'm, I find in. But, yeah, you, I, you know. I've seen so is. many
2: people that, that I know that won. For all kinds of things, and, and I'm really happy for him.
0: Yeah, for sure, uh, always. And, and it, it's, it's, it's an accolade great. is an accolade, exactly. And the Grammys are shammies, but any time an artist I really like wins, great. But I think the city has so many artists, so many great, and and I'm
2: speaking definitely for visual artists. Yeah, it, there's so much talent out here. There's, there's a lot that it's just amazing. It's it like. I love seeing when I got friends that will post something, sold, like, and, and I like seeing yes. I'm like, good for you. Yeah. Like, good for you. Like I, like, I don't sell something every day, but when I do, I'm like, I'm very grateful because somebody wants to hold my vision in their home. Right. Uh, and that's, and that's, and that's special for sure. Oh, oh, it really is. And it's like, I see all these great artists and I just want them all to succeed. Like, uh, me too. Even if I don't all like the, the person. Yes. But I like their art. There
0: are a few people who I don't like. I won't tell you who you are. You probably know. But I (laughs) want you to succeed.
2: (laughs) Wait, I I mean, if if you don't want someone to succeed, that's coming back to you. Right. And you're not going to succeed because that negative energy is going to turn around and kick you square in the dick. And you're going to be like, what the hell happened? Right? Yeah. And it's because you're putting out that negative emotion. Right.
0: There's ways to channel the negativity that's very constructive, like we were talking about earlier with the art. And there's ways to just, like, not do it. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm focusing on. Like, for sure. I, I'm not even going to campaign
2: for anything. I'm just going to focus on me. I have talks. I, I've been kind of working with a...
0: Curator out in London and He's going to London. I would no, I would say the pond. <laughs> He's everywhere.
2: I wouldn't say I'm going. Uh they they have my stuff on their on their website nice. for, for Emergent Artists, which sells originals and prints.
0: What are they called? Where can we check that out? Uh,
2: Emergent Artist Platform. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh yeah, they contacted me, it was great. And now uh, it's like if I sell one piece over there, either a print or something, that's gonna get me in the door. Yeah. Uh but like I I've shown so much. I, I love it. Uh the Colorado, the Vegas, California, uh Miami anytime that I had my art there I actually wasn't able to to go. Okay. Uh, I mean it's uh I I've gotten feedback from it but uh, eventually I'd like to do this full time.
0: Yes, for sure.
2: Yeah, and I mean Pittsburgh has its its famous artists. Uh, for sure, and it's it's doable. But it starts somewhere, and it starts in a dark place. It does. And it opens up the light for something better.
0: We spoke a lot about not wanting to go out and to stay home a lot earlier in this podcast, and I know so much about art is making a connection, but I know the introversion is there for a lot of artists, including myself, where you just have to recharge. And on the flip side of that, when you're making it and recharging and being creative, eventually you kind of have to unleash it into the world. And I was interested how he perceived that, because it seems different across the board for a lot of different artists. Uh,
2: Once you put it out online in a gallery or a showing space or you do a mural in the public, it's no longer yours. In no, a way. not at all. It's, it's, it's for the viewer. It's for the community. It's It's for whoever's looking at it. Mm-hmm. I might own the painting but now just because it's on my page it's viewable you just search for it and you can see it every day yeah um it's putting it out there's always iffy it, it, it's i remember the first time i posted something and i'm like oh my god why would anybody like this like like I, yeah. I, i'm i like should i delete it should i delete it every time
0: yeah. i do it yeah it,
2: and and it's 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 just to me, I, I love the reaction. I I, I enjoy sometimes the negative uh, messages that I get, or or the the people that tell me I'm I'm their favorite artist, and I'm like, well, you're just lying to me. But I appreciate <laughs> it. Like like I love hearing like I like I love hearing it. But I, I imposter I
0: syndrome is a thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it's it, it's it's just
2: I don't know. The world's different, and it, it's it's just crazy. Like you put it out there, and people are just like.
0: It, it is what it is. Yeah. It is what they think. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to get into what Bob Fryer, a.k.a. Dirty's influences were, but I don't really like to ask that question because it's asked everywhere all of the time, but I did ask it. Uh, thankfully, it's sagged off track really quick. He has a gas mask series where he's put gas masks over very notable figures and uh, just wanted to know more about what influenced him to do something like that and how as a whole childhood and whatever else he draws inspiration from from his art, um, like where does that exist and how does it fit into everything?
2: So the gas mask to me was when I went back home, there was a park I always went to. I played. Mm-hmm. I played basketball. I have around. this
0: quote. I think I know where you're going. It's written down,
2: too. Oh, but no. Continue. So it's... I didn't see anybody in the park. Oh. And I, I have all these amazing memories going there, chasing girls, and, and just, like, doing all this crazy shit, but mainly basketball. Mm-hmm. And the park was empty on a Saturday afternoon. And I'm like, kids are growing up too fast. Like, and... In a sense, at that time, I'm still. I was a kid, in a way, and I'm still a kid now, in a way. Uh, but to me, it's preserving the youth. It's ho- It's holding in the the childhood and and the experiences, and, and not kind of like letting the the negativity and the and the toxicity of everything coming in and and I guess pushing them away. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like everything you got to have technology in front of you. It, like there's nine year olds are like, let me see my calendar. There, uh, let me.
0: I hope that's not something nine year olds. I, I,
2: I, I mean, I mean that's. I mean, I'm. 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 That's I'm, terrifying. I'm I mean, not, I just not really
0: joke. scared right now. I, yeah, I, I got you. I, but
2: like, it's gonna be there. It's like, well, yeah. let me check my day planner, or I'll email you my availability. It's like, come on now. Like, like there's yeah. nobody out playing. There's there's no kids in the street. Like it's 2020. I've lived here for whatever years. Kids don't even go out tic tacking anymore. And that, like I used to love that. Like 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 when we moved in we had trees out front. I'm like, I wish a motherfucker would throw some toilet paper at this. You know, like 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 I to yeah. protect my house, but like there's none of that. Like now it's just like
0: it's, I'm thirty and still want a toilet paper tree. Right? Uh, I've never fine. done it. Oh, I lame. might do it. When's oh, Halloween this year.
2: Oh, uh, Tic Tac and Egg. We're
0: going. If someone eggs your house on Halloween this <laughs> it's year. It's us. It's
2: going
0: to be us. It's us. I'm calling you. Yeah. I also told someone in Lawrenceville that I would show up to the gas station. The Sunoco is Daria. So that's going to happen. And then we're going to toilet paper some houses. <laughs> I'm, I'm for it. All right. I'll dress as homie the clown. G- the clown and Daria are coming to your trees. <laughs> but I do have the quote on here. It's on your website. It says, this place used to be magical. Kids used to fill the playgrounds. Now it's filled with quietness and drugs. I miss the old days when people used to shoot hoops not dope. So yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That. Um, so what I was doing was, I used to do art jobs, mm. and I always enjoyed going back to my hometown, which I mean it's not far from here. But yeah. I would put paintings or pieces of art, hide them, post a picture of it, be like, or a live feed, be like, hey, this is where I'm at. Guess what? But without telling people, mm. and it's it's kind of sad when you go and you see like syringes and stuff in in a place where used was used for enjoyment and and everything in in families or or even kids just like running around finger banging each other having a great time like you don't have to worry about m d no. yeah, you don't have to worry about like like getting hit, catching something because there's a syringe or 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 even finding a pill that a child's gonna pick up and think it's a piece of candy'cause i mean I mean I've seen my kids just grab something off the floor and eat and I'm like, what mm-hmm. the hell like if they take like an oxy or whatever, some type of pill, like that don't. Yeah, screw that's, them a up. No. that's a yeah, no. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, oxy's for kids are bad. Oxy's for anybody are bad. Yes. So, it, like, like that's where that quote came from, cool. is is going back home and and just realizing it's a whole like it's a whole different time set.
0: Dreaming is a big part of Dirty's work too. And it just kept spiraling from there. I was taken aback by how dark some of the images are. And they're not all dark. Go check out Azar. I'm probably playing up the darkness a tiny bit. Just a little bit more than it is. But it, it reminded me of when I had a conversation about Zach Brown. And when I read a lot about how Zach Brown draws inspiration from the fact that we're going to die. And the, the terror that that brings to probably everybody. And I felt Found similarities in that with bob but i also found that it was more like let's just make sure that the kids can be kids while they're kids too
2: it's also the fact that it's not a fear of death it's a realization i'm (laughs) gonna die we're all gonna die and at this point i think as 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 a lot of people have said writers never die I think artists never die because if you have a painting and it means so much to you, your kids are gonna have that painting or your significant other, and it's gonna go down and down and down. And then ne- next thing you know, it's like 3,000, whatever. And someone's like, Who is B Fryer or Dirty Art? You know, like, right. I'm not even saying my stuff's gonna last that long, but like, to me, it, it goes that far. Like It's like eventually, I, I think artists in in some way especially with the internet are immortal
0: yeah for sure because like it, some at of least until servers go music. down what's that at least until the servers go down
2: yeah that's never gonna happen i, I mean, hope not no that's not, it's not gonna happen because <laughs> it's, you're it's gonna, great because yeah, art's
0: gonna be so long lasting it yeah. feels like now
2: oh it is it, it's everywhere i and i love it yeah i, I, I get I, I find inspiration in in everything from everywhere
0: oakmont carnegie library I'm fine calling people out. Get back to Bob Fryer. I asked him after this, where can we see him out in the world? And I read somewhere online that he was having a solo exhibition at that place. And um, well, I mean, I just asked, and here's the answer.
2: Uh, well, the Oakmont. I haven't heard back from her, so I mean, I I head him up. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping that still goes through. Um, Cross my fingers. <laughs> coming up, uh, April second, I am. Doing a small exhibition at Hitchhiker Brewing in. uh, I don't know where that's at, so I can't help you. Mount Lebanon, I believe it's in. Cool. That's right
0: down the street. I'm like 10 minutes. Yeah. So I'll be there.
2: Yeah. uh, There. And then September, uh, I think it's September 4th for a week or something, I'm going to be showing at Ketchup City. And those paintings will, nobody will see those but me. I'm not going to share them on Instagram. I'm not going to post anything like you might see like a little corner of something that i do or a little bit of a detail but in the past i've found if i share and share and share you've already seen the show
0: Mm -hmm. can't give it all away yeah it's
2: so easy to want to give it all away and and i thought that was such a great idea because i actually i i went to New Jersey with one of my best friends to go see a Jeremy Fish exhibition. Mm-hmm. And I've already seen all the paintings, all the ink drawings on Instagram. And then when yeah. I was there, I uh, I got to see it all in person and I got to meet him. And and my buddy Matt, he was like, he kind of like leaned in and was like, dude, are you going to fucking cry? <laughs> it but happens. I, I was like, yeah. Like I, I, I was actually holding back tears of meeting this man because him and I have conversed through email, through, uh, messages on Instagram. And it's like, when he saw me, he knew who I was mm-hmm. and it, like, he called me dirty, which I thought was funny. Uh, but now like when him and I, uh, comment to each other and stuff like that, he refers to me as Bob, which is cool. It's like, like, regardless if he likes me at all, he's so, he's amazing with his fans. And it's like, it's just amazing. Like I adore this man. And when I saw his artwork, I I I I took I took our credit card with us. And
0: okay, maybe smart, maybe not. I,
2: well, no, I, I mean I, smart. I was good. I, I, I was I was real good and I wanted to get something and but I saw the prices and I knew if I came home spending 7,000 or $5,000 on a on a piece, not that it's not worth it, my wife would probably be like did you really need that? And my answer every time will be like, yes. It's a yes. But like making a purchase like that without, without consulting with her. I mean, it, we're not millionaires. Like we don't have money like that. So I was like, I held back. But the coolest thing I did get from him was uh, aside from a, a, a genuinely like amazing hug, like he came, which in, like, is
0: always y- good. Yeah, from I, someone who you like look up to uh, in uh, music. I met Imogen Heap last year, yeah. who's. Uh, I'm in music because of, like, one of the reasons I'm in it is because of everything that she's done. And it was just interesting, like, because I followed her so closely and been here, and I'd be like, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. And she's like, oh, you follow me this much? And I'm like, yeah, is, am I a stalker? Is it great? And she's like, this is great. <laughs> and it was it was just very nice to meet someone. And you always hear, don't meet your heroes. But every now and then, a hero is great. Yeah, and and I've met almost all my heroes,
2: like, uh, he was amazing. I took this sketchbook that he put out with uh, upper playground and it was just like, uh, I feel like I'm like leaning back. Um, he, he put it out and it was like a, like an eight by five little notebook and they were all blank pages. And I said, would you mind sketching something for my kids? Because like my daughter at the time, her and I would always go through his artwork and she loved it. So he, he sketched something. He was like, uh, to Annabelle, stay amazing or something. I I have it in there, and then for my son, who was just born in May, and we went there in June. He wrote, he he sketched a little bunny. Excuse me, and he wrote, "Welcome to the world, Joseph." Uh, like so like,
0: like, and that's kind of like a nod to you because you have those bunnies there too. That's yeah, great.
2: Yeah, and it's and actually I actually have his his silly pink bunnies Thanks. tattooed on my arm. I the love pink it. ones, yeah, and uh, the purple ones actually represent. My, my daughter cuz she looks amazing in purple. <laughs> she does. I love it. it. it, it I don't know. It's it, it like like you said don't meet your heroes. I mean, I've met mine. And maybe it's because it's the people that I follow what they stand for. For sure. Uh they're amazing. Uh I could go on and on. I I've become friends with one of my heroes too, mm-hmm. through art. Uh him, him and I we we talk pretty often. I went to his house. He took me to a concert like he came here for a soccer match with him and his, his wife and his two buddies. He sat down and played star Wars with my daughter. Uh, he's talking to my son who at that time was like a year and a half. He's like, what do you do to chip in here? He's like, what's your hustle? Like, how do you contribute? Like was yeah. great. So it's like, I think art just brings people together in some way, and it's the it becomes the oddest friendships that you would never expect someone to be friends with, and it all happened because of art.
0: For sure, Andy Warhol is dead, but I live right next door to him and his grave, so we're best friends, and the community that we've like, we we have in the city, not just me and Warhol, it is wonderful. See,
2: I I loved Warhol. I, I we I I took my daughter there, and and she when we went in, she was like. We we went, I think, what is it, the fourth or fifth floor that has uh, the Basquiat and, and the, the it's Keith it's at the top, yeah, yeah. somewhere. It, she starts looking at him. She's like, Daddy, are these yours? I was like, no, no. <laughs> no. I, I, was like, I was like, I am not that good. <laughs> You're good, though. Nah. But like, she, she enjoyed it. I, I just couldn't take her to the film room because there's that that video there's a lot of sexual there is and
0: yeah i mean like and a lot of it you don't know like the blowjob is just to do it against the wall so the, i mean you don't know but you do you, know
2: like and sometimes it's very blatant i don't want her first experience of porn to one be with me or two to be at the andy warhol like i want her to stumble upon it if she does online the same way i did by a very direct at the time it was probably a yahoo or aol search like like porn
0: like, with bob <laughs> I mean like like I, uh, yeah
2: it's weird that it circled back now. i, know. I, I uh, i'm not i'm not I'm not that much of a pervert okay? I
0: don't um, believe it at this point <laughs> I don't know what it, uh, it's gonna happen after this interview, uh <laughs> wherever the computers are, I don't know if I want to be in the room, but thank you for being here oh, and doing you. all of this. I love being in the studio I don't want to leave this studio you're
2: welcome to you, you guys come over anytime, man. like
0: i, I, I yes, I, I can get beer pizza gluten-free pizza, with chicken here. wings. I'm like, stealing art. I'm coming to the studio. Maybe I'll be on the Dirty Talk podcast. Who knows uh, behind this very thing? Check him out on YouTube. He does one of these thingies too. I do. Yes. Uh, it's
2: under uh, Dirty Talk. I do some time-lapse videos of myself. Love the time-lapse him. videos. Uh, I like to talk to creatives and, yeah. and bring in a, a perspective of someone else to learn from them. So like the people that I think people should know about, I, I want to get that out there. So definitely, I... I I will definitely schedule with you to get you on. Check it out. Yeah, it, it'll be coming <laughs> cool. up.
0: That is awesome. Thank you. For, I do it for the same reason. So thank you so much. And we all do. We're all volunteering here. PGH Museums, PHR Talk, it, Bob Fryer, Dirty. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Boom. Thank you
2: so much. Yes. This, this was fun. This was great. Uh, it, I don't know how it went back to porn.
0: I don't even know how it got started on porn. I love that it circled to porn about three times. <laughs> it, like, I'm not that deviant. Who but, doesn't but love porn? That's the promo. Uh, uh,
2: yeah, I mean, it's it's a good time, right?
0: It, always. Like
2: It's like eating a taco. <laughs> it happens,
0: and you enjoy it. I just let that one roll. I told you it was going to circle back to porn, and I mean... I'm not going to stop conversation. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Bob Fryer, AKA Dirty, and if you did, please, please, please consider going to pghmuseums.org, checking out our website, checking out our other episodes, and if you want to, become a member. I am RJ Kozane, the host of PGH Art Talk. It's part of pghmuseums.org. And I will see you in two weeks when the next episode goes out. Psychic Media, take us out of here.
1: Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com.